to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I have to tell you, I have so been looking forward to this show today with, first of all, with someone that so gets it. And I'm so grateful that he decided to quit his day job, so to speak, in the computer industry. Oh, Yep. And take on something that many people would would say is a calling. I'm talking about Greg Braden. And as I, you've heard me introduce him before, a pioneer in bridging the wisdom of our past with the science. But more than that, you know, he is a visionary. He represents, you know, tapping into the future of what is possible. And so his journeys have included, you know, visits and stays at monasteries of central Tibet and and places that most of us think about going. But what has he done with that? Well, you know, from his groundbreaking book, uh, Awakening to Zero Point, uh, to the intimacy of walking between the worlds and the controversy of the, Eli- of the Eliza effect. You know, Greg is joining us here today because the God Code and much more best-selling books are what people want to hear about. And today, I am honored and thrilled to introduce you to another fabulous, fabulous message and body of work from Greg Brayton. And that is his latest book, Fractal Time, The Secret of 2012 and a New World Age. And I got to tell you, we have a lot to talk about with this New York Times bestselling author uh, and dear friend of mine, Greg Brayton. Greg, Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Dr. Pat, I am thrilled to be on your program. It's really good to hear your voice, and I am so ecstatic about the opportunity to share the information this new book uh, for an hour with you today. Well, I got to start off because you and I have a lot to talk about, and I, I, I just have to ask you, you have written so many books. I have read them all, mm-hmm. uh, some of them several times, and I am so curious about this book, mm-hmm. and what was it in your mind and in your heart and in your soul that took you to the place of writing this book, Fractal Time, and also, what is the meaning of this for all of us. Well, that's two questions. Yes, it is. <laughs> a two-part question. <laughs> this, uh, this book, it's, it's the result of over 22 years of research um, it, that is ongoing. It's what we know so far. Uh, it is the result of something that happened to me when I was an engineer working in the defense industry during the last years of the Cold War in the 1980s, and I began hearing about this mysterious date of 2012, and my question was, why? You know, what's the big deal about the date? I mean, that's kind of a funny number. Why not like 2000, you know, a nice even round or 2020, you know, or something like that? Why 2012? And it led me on a journey, Dr. Pat, that continues to this day, as I said, but I, I quickly understood that for 2012 to make sense to me, <clears throat> excuse me, I would have to go beyond the opinions and the speculation and the channelings and the prophecies and the predictions 
that so many people were throwing my way and, and get to the bottom of what the Mayan calendar was really all about, what the ancient indigenous traditions were really... I mean, 5,000 years ago, our ancestors were desperately trying to reach us today with a message that was so important for them to leave about something they had just experienced in their time that they knew we would experience again in ours. And it all comes down to cycles of time, Earth's relationship to the heavens as it unfolds within those cycles, and how civilizations and people, you and me and our neighbors, how we treat one another and how we respond to the great challenges that we're faced with when we go through these cycles that occur on a regular basis that we can measure and calculate and predict. And that, that's what this book is all about. What can we realistically expect from all the frightening prophecies and, and predictions that we're being showered with in the media? What's real and what's not? I love the way you approach things, and and I and boy, this is no different. I love what you have put together, uh, Greg, on this. Uh, and you know, for people listening to the show, uh, many of them, as I was, I was asking, "What is fractal time? What does that mean?" Well, it, the bottom line of the book is when we understand that we are profoundly influenced by the things that happen, our Earth's relationship. To, uh, to the heavens that, uh, that change over long periods of time, when we understand that, then it becomes obvious if we know where to look in the past, in the cycles of the past, that we can have a really good idea of what we can expect when those cycles repeat in the present and in the future. And what that means to us, essentially, Dr. Pat, is that whatever's going to happen in 2012 has already happened to some degree at some point in the past. If we know where to look if we have the wisdom to understand how these cycles work, we can look into the, the geologic past of the Earth. We can look into the ice cores of Antarctica, for example, where there's 500,000 years of data about what happens on the Earth every one of those 500,000 years. Or we can look into the archaeological record of the great superpowers and civilizations of the past, see what happened to them when they reached the point in their cycle that we are now arriving at in our cycle, and that maybe we can learn from those records and even perhaps avoid making some of the mistakes, Dr. Pat, that led to the collapse of some of the greatest civilizations in the history of our planet, uh, and learn from those mistakes. And as we go through this pivotal, rare, precious moment in the history of our planet, uh, how can we make the best of our time and our, our, our time together in our world? And when we talk about this cycle, and everyone's talking about the end of this 5,125-year-long cycle that, that culminates in December of 2012 with the winter solstice, what we're also saying is that it's the beginning of a brand-new cycle. And we could just as easily say we're living the, the birth of another 5,000-year cycle of human history rather than talking about the end of the cycle and know that all of the choices that we're making now, individually and collectively, everything from the way we fuel our economy to the way we fuel our industry to the way we fuel the love in our lives, all of those choices are contributing to our collective answer to this time in history. And that's the reason that the prophecies and the predictions, none of them, 
not one of them, from Edgar Casey to Nostradamus to the Hopi traditions to uh, to the, the the Tibetan prophecies, none of them say definitively how our time in history comes out because they say we're writing the end to our time in history while we're living the experiences that the cycle is giving us. So when we begin to, to realize and recognize that, what we see is we're living a rare uh, and precious opportunity, and how can we make the best of that opportunity? You know, one of the things that you, and there are many things in this book, and I want to just mention for folks that are tuning in, perhaps are just turning on the radios right now, fabulous, fabulous conversation with best-selling author Greg Braden. His, his new book is called Fractal Time, The Secret of 2012 and a New World Age. We have an hour show today, and boy, we could have spent several hours with Greg talking about this. I want to just mention to everyone here uh, that uh, we're going to be giving five copies of this book out today through the show, and we'll tell you a little bit more about that. Greg, you know, in reading the book, I'll tell you, I was really struck by so many things, but I was really in awe uh, when you talked about time wave zero Mm -hmm. and, you know, and and McKenna's work, you know, time wave zero. And I was also really blown away by the quote that you included in this book, and I wish you would share with our listeners time wave zero and, and what this means in writing this book well uh for listeners that may not be familiar with the name terence mckenna he was a brilliant ethnobotanist a pioneer a visionary uh who spent time with the indigenous peoples uh primarily in in uh, central and south america understanding through their eyes how earth and civilizations are linked to vast cycles of time and he created a piece of software uh, that he actually sent a copy of uh, uh, sent a copy of the software to me. It was in the uh, the early 1990s. That was called Time Wave Zero. Uh, unfortunately, my computer and his software were not compatible. I never got to run the software. But what really struck me, Doctor Pat, was the sincerity of the letter that accompanied it and his ideas that were so parallel to the thoughts that, that I had had about the wisdom of the ancients and their, their view of cyclic time. Uh, Terence McKenna developed a very complex series of mathematics that are still, still controversial today that, that converged on 2012 as showing this is a, a very pivotal point in, in the cycle and the history. of It could have converged on any year. And it just happened that his software showed that the year 2012 is a powerful year of convergence when, in in his words, all things that are possible become uh, available to us in a moment in time. In other words, all the possibilities that have ever been explored throughout history all converge and they're all at our fingertips in that moment in time. Now, I I respect McKenna's work and his brother Dennis is still alive today. Terrence uh, McKenna died a few years ago. Uh, his brother Dennis is, is alive today. They co-authored their their books, uh, and I have tremendous respect for them. But where our work differs differs a little is that my experience as a scientist and also in in my time with the indigenous traditions is that I, I really believe, Doctor Pat, that nature is simple and and only as complex as we choose to make it with our languaging and, and our our mathematics. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes sense to me. I mean, the patterns of nature are simple, and the rhythms of nature are simple. 
And while McKenna's mathematics definitely describes an aspect of cyclic time, no doubt about that. Oh, absolutely. I, I was looking at it from a very different perspective. Mm. Well, let's take a break, uh, Greg, because we've got lots to talk about. Greg Braden, my very special guest today. When we come back, we'll be talking about the time code calculator and much more. You'll also find out how you can get a copy of this book free right here on the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Are you ready for balance and wellness? Daisy Thompson at Northwest Healing Studio is a nationally known energy intuitive and Reiki master. By repatterning your energy structure, Daisy can help you make the changes you need to start attracting the life you want to experience. If you live with depression, anxiety, illness, pain, or stress, call Daisy at 206-550-8469 and begin to realize your true path in life. Visit NorthwestHealingStudio.com. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick. Are you concerned about your money and your future? We are entering an economic crisis like never before. If you're counting on the system to take care of you, you will lose. And I don't want that to happen. Here's what I can offer. I'll give you absolutely free my six CD series on how to take control of your own money. All you have to do is go to my website, formulaformillionaires.com. Or go to any bookstore this month and buy my book titled Secrets of the Millionaire Inside. How would you like to recession-proof yourself in 2009? Rich Gurman, one of America's most popular business and life coaches, can empower you to do just that. His affordable coaching programs will guide you to a lifestyle of great health, happiness, and prosperity. Go to richgurman.com, spelled R-I-C-H-G-E-R-M-A-N.com to learn more about his popular Coaching 101 classes and mastermind groups. Rich German will help you turn your dreams into reality. Hi, I'm Kat James, author of The Truth About Beauty, and I want to share my thoughts on the importance of probiotics to your health and beauty transformation plan. Ever have a gut feeling something's not quite right with your body? You might feel it in your energy or even see it in your face. Well, that feeling might actually be coming from your gut, even if your digestion feels fine. I learned firsthand that if your body's inner ecology isn't right, your health looks and immunity suffer. My advice? Whether your health focus is detox, clearing your skin, or fighting the battle of the bulge, don't forget the battle of the bugs. Get the good bugs on your side with Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics 12 Plus. I personally use and recommend it because it's fermented for three years with 12 strains of good bacteria, including the proprietary TH10, found at least six times more powerful than other probiotics tested. Win the battle of the bugs with Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics 12 Plus. Available at the Vitamin Shop and other health stores or at probiotics12.com. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, Office Max, and other local stores. Visit PerfgoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F. GoGreen.com. On the AM band at 1150 and on the FM HD band at 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk 1150.
welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Hey, Greg Braden joining us here today. We've got his book, Fractal Time. Uh, I have to tell you, the secret of 2012 and a new world age. Greg is joining us here today. He has done so many, many times on the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, we're going to be giving out lots of information on how you can find out more about the book. For more information about us, just go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com or drpatlive.com. Uh, and, you know, as we're doing this, and Greg and I are chatting, um, we also have an announcement about the book we're going to make. We would love to be able to give away uh, several copies of this book to our loyal Dr. Pat listeners, as all of you are, you can give us a shout at our toll-free number 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819 to receive a copy of the book. But I'm going to ask you to also give Benny a statement or a question. What is your perspective on the world uh, from the point of view as we reach 2012. Uh, Benny will get that information and much more. You don't have to come on the show, but if you have a question for Greg, please feel free to do so. What do you think about 2012? What are you thinking about your life? And it's just a short one sentence for Benny, and we're going to be giving away five copies of the book. Uh, Greg, thank you so much for joining us here today. Absolutely. You know, most of the chit-chat, and I'll call it that, but let's just say conversation right now uh, about 2012, it has to do with the end of the world, the gloom and doom, you know, all of us burning in fires and destruction and the breakdown, you know, the the the... The, the, the decapitation, so to speak, of society. I mean, that's the general conversation. Mm. What was your point of view and what is your point of view? And what are those, those, those points that you reference from 2012? What do you point to? Are we, should we get ready for gloom and doom? Should, sure. I, should well, I start Dr. to build Pat, a cement thing? What you said is, is so accurate. Now, and, you know, I, my sense is... While there may be some people joining this program for the very first time in their entire lives, my sense is that for the most part, we're speaking to what I call the choir here. People listening to this program probably have heard about the year 2012, probably talk about it like it's as common as global warming in the economy. But what I'm finding, Dr. Paz, I travel the world. One of the first things I ask my live audiences is how many people have never heard anything about the mysterious year of 2012 and the winter solstice and I've got to tell you, it's not unusual to see 90% or more of an audience raise their hands. And the reason I'm saying this is because for many people, the first insight, the first inkling they get that something unique is happening around this year is through the very frightening documentaries that are being shown now on the cable channels or through the full-length Hollywood motion pictures scheduled to come out uh, in the fall of 2009 entitled 2012 with all the special effects showing the end of the world. And uh, this is the way many people are, are going to see this, this time in history from a very frightening perspective. When I was an engineer and I was asking people, you know, what's the big deal about 2012? I had everything. Some people would come to me and, and literally say to me, it is the end of the world. And, and there are people now going into bunkers in Europe and in South America believing that that's what's going to happen. And at the same time, the other people that are saying it's the beginning 
of a thousand years of peace and a time where we've outgrown the need to solve our problems through war. And what I knew, Dr. Pat, is that it's probably not both. And my man brain wanted to know the facts. And that brings us right back to these cycles of time. And, and this is a long answer to your short question, but what it'll do is it'll lay the foundation that we can tie into for the rest of our, our hour. So what I began to understand is in our own science now, modern science, two recent discoveries now lend tremendous credence to the indigenous perspectives of, of 2012. The first discovery is that there's a powerful source of energy at the center of our Milky Way galaxy, primarily a, a very strong magnetic field that influences life on Earth in profound ways. That's first discovery. Second discovery is that our location in the heavens, whether we're close to that field or far away in our orbit, determines how we experience those effects. And it just happens that we are now living the completion of a 5,125-year cycle that brings us into a rare alignment where we experience those effects to a greater degree than we did, you know, 500 years ago or 1,000 years ago. And knowing this, as a scientist, what I also know is if we know where to look in the past, we can see what happened when we have gone through these cycles before. And so the bottom line is when we, when we look into the right places in our history, the ice cores in Antarctica that we mentioned earlier, for example, uh, we can know precisely where in those ice cores to look to see what effects we can expect. And what they tell us, Dr. Pat, is, is as much as the world looks like it changed in the last 130 years or so, as much as the climate has shifted, as much as the, the heat from the sun is, is stronger now than, it, than it's been at any time in the last 5,000 years, as much as the ice is melting and the sea levels are rising and the weather's changing and the climate's changing and, and as much as we can't grow corn in Nebraska the way we used to, all of those changes are precisely, excuse me, they're precisely aligned with what always happens when we go through this point in the cycle. And what that tells us is that this is, this is precisely, we're right on track for the changes in the planet that we can expect at this point in the cycle. And I, I'm less concerned about the natural changes and more concerned about how we respond to one another. How do we treat one another mm. as we go through the changes? Because this is where the great civilizations of our past made the mistakes that I'm hoping we can avoid. When they reached their point in the cycle that we find ourselves now, they didn't understand that the cycle is a very intense yet brief period of time where we experience these changes and not understanding that in their fear they began to fight one another for the the remaining resources that were disappearing not unlike we're doing today in some respects and in their fighting of one another everyone lost nobody won and at least twice in the history of our planet the great civilizations that existed during that time they collapsed when they reached the point in their cycle where we are in ours right now. My question is, can we learn from those mistakes, work together to get through this cycle because we need to as a, as a family on this planet? And my sense is that once we do that because we need to, I think we're going to find that we actually like working together and we'll continue to do so 
even when it's no longer necessary because of the conditions of the world. And I think that's the great opportunity of this 2012 window of time. So I wanted to say that before the program got, <clears throat> excuse me, too much further uh, along, uh -huh. because I think it's important. That's my perspective, is that are we going through a, a big change? Absolutely. It's, I'm not saying it's a bed of roses, but it's not the end of the world. Uh, it is the end of a world age, one of five world ages that complete a big, big cycle, 26,000 years long. And the conditions and the changes that we're seeing appear to be the very conditions that always happen when we reach this point in the cycle. It's just that nobody living today is uh, 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 alive today remembers the last time we went through one of these cycles. So we're relying on reports and the, the conditions that were given to us in the language 5,000 years ago that have been handed down, and religions were wrapped around these, these uh, experiences of people in, in the past, and uh, entire belief systems are wrapped around the conditions that we're living now. And I think it's important for us to recognize and put into perspective where all those things fall. And I love what you're saying because, you know, for me, it, it, it is the movement, and, and I'm so thrilled to hear you say this, Greg. It's the movement from this place of disempowerment and victimization to a place of education and empowerment. And, you know, and the reason that I say that is because... 5,000 years is a long time, and yet, re relatively speaking, not. But in our own evolution, you know, we are at a place right now where we have a lot of information about science, a lot of information about the universe, and a lot of information on the opportunities for us to come together as a species. Absolutely. I think one of the ways now the Mayans, in their perspective... Uh, and we talk about the Mayans a lot because although other traditions recognize the uniqueness of our time, the Mayans are the only ones we know of right now that actually hung a very precise date on the beginning and the ending of the cycle. And th those dates are linked to astronomical phenomenon that we can actually confirm with our own satellites, our own computers. Now, somehow they knew this. That, there's a whole program right there. How did they know it? Yes. But. They understood this, and I think what's, what we're learning and what we're beginning to understand from, uh, from all of this is that the Mayans saw this 5,000-year cycle. They compared it to the gestation of an embryo in a human womb, and they said at the end of the 5,000 years, we are reborn and that we wouldn't recognize our world, we, the, the landscape. We wouldn't recognize it, and ourselves. We would be unrecognizable to ourselves. Because we've gone through such an accelerated, compressed period of change, but they were very clear that the end of anything is the beginning of what comes next. So this isn't the end of the world. It's the end of a world age. And I think what we're seeing happening right now, consciously or not, is that the systems that are sustainable are getting better, and those that are based in unsustainable principles are collapsing to make way for something uh, better. So when we look at an economy, for example, that is based on ever-expanding markets, and the mm -hmm. only way one person can make money is for someone else at the expense of someone else. Someone else has to lose money. That's not a sustainable kind of an economy. Right. And, and when we look at fueling a, a global civilization based on a finite energy source that steals from us the very thing that we cherish the most, and that, 
that's our lives. That's not sustainable. So I think that's where, where mm-hmm. we're going right now. And when we come back, Greg Braden, my very special guest. And I believe, Greg, the book is a New York Times bestseller at this point, right? We, we hear it's going to be on, on the charts this weekend. We don't know where on the charts. All right. We're loving it. We're knowing it is. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Greg about his book and give you information about how you can get your own copy of Fractal Time. And we'll talk about the religious and spiritual implications of the cycles. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. to help people deal with loss and the grieving process. The new online certificate in bereavement studies at the Center for Integrative Health focuses on the spiritual, cultural, and workplace aspects of loss. Completely online, the one course per month format allows you to complete the certificate in as little as nine months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution. Financial aid is available. Visit centerforintegrativehealth.org for the National University Systems Center for Integrated Health. That's centerforintegrativehealth.org. Have you signed up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter? Find out about upcoming guests, current promotions, events, and information. Go to thedrpatshow.com. That's thedrpatshow.com. And sign up now. Green at the Go Green Expo, the nation's leading eco-friendly trade show. Learn how to green your business, your home, your kids, and save money on your energy bills. Visit GoGreenExpo.com and learn how to live healthier and help our environment. See Dr. Pat in person and listen to her speak with other top eco-minded leaders and celebrities at the Gold Green Expo in New York City, April 17th through the 19th at the Hilton. Visit GoGreenExpo.com for details. Hi, I'm Don Stansfield, host of It's a New Day. And if you are like most people these days, you're trying to green your life and use products that are more natural and organic, especially what you use on your body. Well, I've discovered a cosmetic line that I really love. It's Gabrielle Cosmetics. And one of the things I love about this line is that it's 100% natural and completely organic and vegan and cruelty-free using mineral-based ingredients. And for you moms out there, they have an awesome line for children as well. You can purchase Gabriel Cosmetics at Whole Foods, or you can go to their website, which is GabrielCosmeticsInc.com. And the best part is, is that it's really affordable. I recommend that you go and see it for yourself. If you choose to order it online, click in the order box and put in It's a New Day, and they will give you an extra 15% discount. So go to Gabriel Cosmetics, Inc., and check out this amazing skincare line. The Northwest Women's Show, presented by Northwest Hospital and Medical Center, is a show that's all about you, with 500 exhibits, free seminars, free samples, fashion shows, Gilles Marini from this season's Dancing with the Stars, and Dr. Dr. Lisa Masterson from the hit show The Doctors, plus shopping with great women's show specials. March 27th through 29th at Questfield Event Center. Show information at nwwomenshow.com. The Northwest Women's Show. It's such a girl thing. Negativity and fear, two staples of talk radio. Well, we figured we'd try something different. Alternative Talk 1150.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, I want to make sure that you know Greg Braden is joining us here today. You know, there are many questions that I'm asking him, but I can only imagine what your questions might be. I want to give everybody an opportunity to give us a shout and to ask Greg, you know, a question of your own. We're talking about many, many things on the show. And so um, you, you've probably heard of uh, 2012. What questions do you have for Greg? What would you like to ask him? 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Uh, Greg, thank you for joining us here today. I want to make sure uh, that people have your website and that they know how to find out uh, how to get their own copy of the book. So maybe you can uh, give our, our listeners some of that information. Well, absolutely. The website uh, is the easy one. It's uh, www.gregbraden.com, G-R-E-G-G-B-R-A-D-E-N.com. Uh, you know, the books are available wherever books are sold, Amazon, uh, Borders, Barnes & Noble, your local bookstore. Uh, you can get them on the website. Um, they're available everywhere. And they're, uh, I walked into a Borders bookstore last week, and it was on an end cap facing me as I walked in, and I had a big smile on my face. It was so great to see this book having such visibility, uh, Dr. Patton, I'll tell you why that excites me. Because my challenge as an author has always been to find the language that helps to bridge our most cherished and ancient understandings with the best science of our time today and, and weave it into something that has even greater meaning and application in our lives. And I'm a student of learning that language. We're still learning. But because this book is has reached so many people it tells me that we're finding that language and that's why i had the big smile on my face when i saw that book there it is a big smile and you know it, and it's 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 absolutely it's a big smile for me because i love having this conversation because you know this is the difference between looking at the world that's limited and you know being in a place that kind of is boxed in by whatever uh thinking we have and flipping a switch almost to look at the world from a place of possibility and opportunity. Mm. And that's what you've done so brilliantly. But more importantly, you do this from such a beautifully integrated way to bring spirituality, science, and possibility into a common language. Wow, can I quote you on that? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Somewhere, you know, it's good for me to hear that because, because I believe we must take an integrated approach. When we look at our world, we don't live in the isolation of science alone or of, of a, uh, one spiritual tradition alone. Or if we do, we miss the big picture because as good as, as all of those things are, and, and they are good, they are also incomplete. I've yet to see a single spiritual tradition or religious tradition that truly held all of the answers uh, but when you marry them all together, they, they give us the bits and pieces that begin to make sense to us. Science is the same way. It's, I was trained as a scientist. Uh, I support the scientific method. Science is good. And the best scientists of today will freely admit that our science is incomplete. There are these glaring gaps and inconsistencies in science. So when we marry these two great ways of knowing into a greater wisdom, we, we cross some traditional boundaries and... and uh, and I'll be the first to acknowledge that we're crossing the traditional boundaries between science and spirituality. And by doing that, we're giving ourselves answers that we could never have if we stayed within those uh, the context of uh, of the old ways of, of looking at things. Yeah. And, and 
Uh, yeah, well, we're in uncharted territory. We've got to look at things in a new way to find those answers. And that really is the that's really at the bottom of my question, and and you know that I kind of was leaning towards you know before the break about religion and spiritual implications, and you know implications. I don't know about that that word so much, but if we're really asking people, Greg, and this is really me asking the question from my perspective, if we're really asking people to open up a door that really takes us. Uh, into a space where we get to see 2012 in a new way in a world of opportunities then boy aren't we really asking religious and spiritual groups to really start with a blank slate so to speak if if they truly they have to ask themselves they all we all best ask ourselves why do we do what we're what we do why are we doing this program why have i written this book what is how do those spiritual and religious institutions serve their constituents? That's the question. And if the answer is truly that they are choosing to help those people make sense of, of a changing world that's changing faster than we can document it in our science or teach it out of our textbooks, if, if they want to make sense of that, then they've got to look at things from a, a different perspective. And this is where these cycles become so interesting, once we begin to understand how these cycles work and that the challenges of the cycles are the drivers for changes in human civilization, now we can go back and look and see that great cycles of war and peace are actually linked to the cycles of change on the planet and the great spurts of spiritual growth are linked to these cycles as well. Uh, cycles as well, Dr. Pat, what we find is that when the world goes through these profound changes, and it's not just on a 5,000-year cycle, that happens to be the one we're talking about now with the Mayan calendar, but, but there are lesser cycles and there are greater cycles. But we can now see that when the world goes through these profound changes, and the, the traditional story of the day does not explain those changes to the average person, that we see this big spurt, this tremendous growth in new spiritual practices and ideas, not unlike what we're seeing happen today, to help people make sense of, of their changing world. And where this gets really interesting is because now the best science of our time has made new discoveries that support our most cherished spiritual traditions. And the bottom line is they tell us that a heart-centered, heart-based way of living can actually help ease the changes that we go through when the planet goes through the shifts of this cycle. Now, historically, to a scientist, I mean, that, those kind of things make scientists crazy. They don't want to hear that. A heart-based way of living is going to help ease the, the changes of the world. You know, how could that be? The new discoveries, and some of these have been made just within the last couple of years, Dr. Pat, are now showing that it is the magnetic field of the Earth that is profoundly influenced by these cycles. And those of our listeners that know about Earth and magnetic fields know that everything else that we're talking about is linked to those fields. The climate of the Earth is linked to the magnetic fields. Are they strong or are they weak? How much heat we get from the sun is linked to the magnetic fields. The, the melting of the polar ice, the rising or the lowering of the sea levels, weather patterns, all that's linked to the magnetic fields of the Earth. Well, the new discoveries are now showing us that the human heart 
creates a powerful magnetic field that links to that of the Earth. Our heart's magnetic field literally uh, becomes coherent with the magnetic fields of the Earth in a way that actually influences the changes that we're experiencing as we go through this cycle. And this is where it gets profound. I mean, it sounds almost like, like the plot of a science fiction novel of a planet reaching the end of the cycle and the way that people survive the cycle is by moving into their hearts and learning to work together. And that is precisely what the evidence is suggesting and what's showing to us right now. Well, you know, and, and, and this, Greg, is such an incredible, credible opportunity for all of us to stretch our minds and our hearts in so many ways. Uh, you talked in the book about many, many different things. But one of the things that you really talked about was this time code calculator. And I would love, sure. love to talk about that when we come back from break. And also, you know, there is a new initiative that I think our listeners would be so thrilled to hear about, which is the Global Coherence Initiative. Greg Braden, best-selling author, very special guest today. When we take a, we're going to take a short break when we come back. We'll be talking about this time calculator, how it affects us, and how how it affects the world. We'll be right back. How do I work this? And you may ask yourself, where is that large automobile? How do your past lives affect your present well-being? Do anxieties and fears from the past hold you back? Join Brian L. Weiss, MD, in Seattle on March 29th in his 2009 tour, Many Lives, Many Masters, Experiencing Your Past Lives. Explore and release the negative emotions in your past lives with psychiatrist and renowned regression expert, Dr. Brian Weiss. Register early and save $50. Visit hayhouse.com. Can you imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries, Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Now this Japanese Miracle Noodle is available in the United States at MiracleNoodle.com. As seen on ABC News, this noodle made only of soluble fiber has zero net carbs and zero calories. Imagine the possibilities. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com. Hey, guys, I heard you talking about the Ageless Secret. You've got to try it. Just a few sprays of the light mist, and my face feels tighter and smoother. The longer I've been using it, the better my results have become. You're going to absolutely love it. So go to AgelessSecret.com or call 888-424-4247. That's AgelessSecret.com or give them a shout at 888-424-4247 and get some now. I'm Dr. Pat. Don't miss me and my friends at the Northwest Women's Show, the largest women's show in the country, March 27th through the 29th in Seattle. Women supporting and empowering women is exactly what the Dr. Pat Show is all about by providing a safe and nurturing environment in which women can grow, learn, and expand their potential and possibilities. At the Northwest Women's Show, we are hosting an entire stage full of awesome speakers such as Dr. Nusheen Darvish, Dawn Stansfield, Madeline Gerwin, and more. There will be a featured guest speaker, Dee Wallace. You recognize her as the mom in E.T. And her talk is on consciously creating your life. Be sure to sit in on my talk called Zero to Millions, How to Manifest What You Desire, Friday and Saturday at 1 
on the Good Life stage. So come on and join us, everybody. We'll see you there. Do you love who and what you see in the mirror? Stop struggling with weight loss and learn to love who you are right now. 95% of dieters regain their weight within five years for a reason. They never truly learn to love their bodies. Visit BodyImageMastery.com to start your journey towards self-love and healing and get the results that you've always wanted. Call Laura Fenimore at 415-464-1234 or visit BodyImageMastery.com. This is Alternative Talk, 1150. Got it? Cool. Welcome back, everyone. And, you know, now when I hear that song, I'm going to think of Greg Braden for sure and his fabulous new book, Fractal Time, The Secret of 2012 and a New World Age. The moment that each and every one of us has right now is to look at the world of possibilities and break free from, you know, the trap of limitation. And Greg has put together a fabulous book that really walks us through step by step so that we can embrace this world of understanding and opportunity and change in no other way. And so, Greg, thank you for joining us here today. I'm so fascinated by the time code calculator Wow. And before the break, I was asking, you know, how does this affect the world and, and, and what does it mean for us as individuals? Well, first of all, we're, we're going through the changes, uh, whether we acknowledge them or understand them or not. The changes are happening. My sense is that we can learn from our past. We can learn from the, the history of the earth in terms of what, what to expect in our physical environment. And we can learn from the civilizations of the past to help us understand how our ancestors responded to the very changes that we're being faced with right now, changes that our experts are in agreement upon that are the greatest challenges of 5,000 years of recorded human history. The experts are in agreement when the few things they do agree upon <laughs> is that we're living this unique time in, in, our, in our history. When I began to understand the cycles, Dr. Pat, what, what I began to recognize uh, from a mathematic perspective is that a cycle begins. This, it's mathematic, but we don't have to have a big technical explanation. It's, it's very easy to understand. A cycle begins with an event that sets into motion a pattern of energy that will repeat again and again on a cyclic basis until that pattern is changed. And the event that sets all of those things into motion is called a seed, S-E-E-D, a seed event. So, for example, uh, the year 1914 was the first time that planet Earth experienced war on a global basis. So 1914 is a seed year that set into motion uh, a pattern, and that pattern, the conditions that uh, of that pattern will repeat on a, a cyclic basis until something changes that pattern. So I'm just using that as an example. So with that in mind, I applied very simple mathematics and the rhythms of nature. Uh, and in the book, I moved all of this to the appendices for people that don't like math uh, and just put the summary in the text. And some people don't even want to look at the math in the appendices. They 
they prefer to have it done for them. And for those people, we have automated these, uh, these calculations into what is called a time code calculator, a user-friendly interface that's available on our website uh, that goes along with what they're reading in the book, and there are some brief instructions on the website. If we can identify seed dates uh, in the past, then we can plug these dates in following the instructions, and it will tell us when the general conditions of that seed will repeat, not the specific events, but when the conditions are ripe for those things to appear again. And what makes this really powerful, Dr. Pat, is that the cycles work in our personal lives as well as in our global experience. So in our personal lives, for example, if we can identify uh, an age, for example, when we had our first strong emotional experience of success and abundance, that became the seed for, and it's different for you than for me than for all of our listeners, that seed puts into motion a pattern of energy and that the conditions of that success and that abundance will show up again and again and again in our lives until something changes the pattern. And if it's, a, if it's a positive pattern, we probably don't want it to change. But it also works for if we remember the first time in our lives when we experienced uh, a, a strong emotional imprint of betrayal or a loss. Uh, and this is an example I actually give in the book. When my parents were divorced, uh, I was 11 years old, and that loss, I lost my family, but I also later learned I, it was a, a form of betrayal that the way I interpreted, the way I perceived it, that pattern of loss and betrayal showed up again and again and again in personal relationships, business relationships, and uh, until I recognized and changed that pattern. And that's the value of realizing how these patterns work, is that there are, are moments in each pattern when a choice becomes very, very potent. It's called a, a choice point moment. And it's in those moments, if we recognize where they are, that we can change the patterns that no longer serve us. And this works for personal, our personal lives, or it works on a global basis as well. And it appears that 2012 is a global choice point. And collectively, we get to make the choices now of what works, what doesn't, what sustains us, what does not, mm -hmm. as we move forward into the next cycle. And the time code calculator is simply a tool that helps us uh, to know where we are in the cycles to make personal and collective choices. I got some great comments from people, and I would love to get them to you because people are listening. These are actually from our book winners. Yeah. So let's get to them. Boy. <laughs> so here's a question from Robert. Observation and challenge is coming. Man uses 10% of his brain. In order for, you, for us to survive the, wow, the 20... 2012 calamity we need to figure out how to use the rest of our brain hence that will fill that will fill our prophecy what, what's your take on that? my take on that i understand yep. who was it that sent that comment uh robert robert i understand where robert's coming from and i, I think i understand the intent what the science and the facts are showing us however is it's less about using our brain and more about using our heart because oh, wow. when we move into a heart-based way of living the new science is actually showing that our hearts have brain-like cells. Neural cells live in the human heart. And when we begin to think with what is called heart-based intelligence, we are literally, this isn't a, a, a metaphor and it's not figurative, 
we are literally bringing our bodies into what's called a coherent state that communicates with the very fields of the earth that are undergoing the change. And as we ease the chaos with our personal coherence, Mm -hmm. earth coherence mirrors that as well. And it's about moving out of our brain, moving into our hearts to make those decisions. And uh, let me get this other question in here uh, that comes from Anne. Conversations with mom about people passing away. They are ready to be reborn, but not in the body. Daughter who is six is questioning things that mom does, which causes mom to question those actions. And I think this is, she's talking about the, I, what I think is the vision. Go ahead, Benny. Well, let me go ahead. Sorry. It's okay. We're going to use mom one is actually speaking with her mom mm-hmm. and she works at, you know, a nursing home care, you know, assisted living place they're they're seeing the the vision in those people that are you know getting ready to pass on to other to other areas and they feel that they aren't in that body anymore and they want to be reborn in a Mm. new body Mm. conveniently around 2012 in addition to mom one her little daughter who's six is now questioning mom's actions in general which is now spinning back from mom one and what she's really ultimately doing and she's questioning herself this is a lot of questioning to to throw your way greg at the end of the show but i think the point is the the conversation that's happening between multiple generations wow about something so profound i think without knowing specifics and because it is so close to the end of the show what we can say is this it's the close of the cycle the conditions of the world trigger profound changes in collective societies and in individuals we're all feeling the triggers of profound change we all interpret it differently and we all give different meaning to it and the meaning that comes up for us individually is the point that is is the focus of our personal spiritual growth. Our greatest growth comes from the personal triggers that are, are being set as we respond to the changes. If some people, those triggers are about contributing uh, to the world as it is now in a, in a meaningful way. For some, it's about leaving this world and coming back with a fresh new start. For some, it's uh, about uh, taking what we've learned from the past uh, and honing it into a way of being that serves us in the future and leaving the things that don't work behind. But for all of us, I think we are all responding to this collective trigger, this evolutionary invitation uh, to find out what works and what doesn't uh, at the end of this cycle, because by definition, the end of anything is the beginning of what comes next, and we are all laying the foundation for a new world age, the sixth world. Mm. And that's where we're going. And I love that because what I know about uh, speaking with you, Greg Braden, is that the end of this conversation is the beginning of the next one. Well, thank you for being such a gracious host, Dr. Pat. Wow, thank you for doing what you do. And boy, keeping me on the edge of my seat. Greg Braden, everyone, you're going to hear lots more from us about the book and from Greg. Thank you, Greg, for doing all that you do. Thank you all for tuning into the Dr. Pat Show. We love you.